0: Everyone's so awkward at first.
1: Do you have no choice but to be awkward? <laughs> Not me. It's inedible.
0: Cool, calm, and collected. You no, know,
1: that's fine. I am It's like you'd be caught off guard or something.
0: <laughs> but I just told you how long it would be.
1: Yeah, I know. you just like, we're live. And I'm like, hey.
0: Sorry to interrupt this podcast, but we heavily spoil the Woman King in the, the coming seconds. So if you plan on watching it anytime soon, stop listening right now. All right, so we just saw The Woman King. Right, right. What did you think?
1: I think it was a pretty good movie. I mean, you know, you can't get the whole, because the movie is based off off true facts or whatever, you know, out of a movie, you can't get like what they actually experienced. You only get so much. But to me, I feel like it was a good movie. What about you?
0: Well, you think like a four out of five, five out of five?
1: I give it a three and a half, close to four.
0: Okay, because I gave it a three and a half too.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: The only real problem I had with the entire movie is, uh, I don't remember any other names. Um,
1: Which one?
0: The one girl who is like an older sister to like the main character.
1: The more masculine looking one? That was like the general, uh, under the general, like the second hand?
0: No, like uh, the one that died. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's right. Yeah, her. 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 She, okay, she's her.
1: The, yeah. She was one of the second oh. hands under the-
0: I thought it was the skinnier looking one.
1: She was the spiritual advisor okay, to okay. the general. I got you. I got yeah. you. So they both was like one in the same, but she mm. was the spiritual one and the other one was the actual like right hand.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the more muscular one.
1: I don't remember her name though.
0: I don't remember her name either. I can look it up real yeah, quick. Yeah, Look it up. But uh when she dies, that was real corny to me.
1: Yeah, I didn't like how they did that, but I get what they was trying to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is um you probably shouldn't put a disclaimer in the beginning of this. if you yeah. haven't seen Woman King before you watch this, uh listen to this episode, <laughs> we're gonna have some spoilers. I
0: can always <laughs> record it and put it okay. in front of everything.
1: It was corny how they did it, but I get why they did it. Because, um, what was her My, name? Na-something. Naniska? Naniska? No, that's the head lady's name, right? Okay, not her. Yeah. I got all the characters now, so... Nawaiska? Nawi? Nawai? Nawi. That's now, her. Nowi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> her, because she came in kind of like changing a couple of them, like, hearts, because they supposed to be like, no pain, no emotional type women, but at the same time when she came in it was like um why can't we have love or you no know, care for somebody or even be work together as a team and be partner like why we can't go back and save our our sisters if we're supposed to be sisters see mm-hmm. them they're so we're not supposed to have no no connections if one of our sisters dies yeah we'll honor them when we go back but in that moment they just go 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 because they got to get straight to the point like kill that's they Main thing, kill right. and protect. She brought in the fact that why we can't work together to save our sisters instead of just we going in that one main thing, just kill and don't think about nobody else. We're just thinking about ourselves in the end, go. Mm-hmm. But see, by her going back, because she could have just left. She could have left both of them. But they're I'm
0: talking about um
1: the one that, that died.
0: I wish I knew her name. Because, like, Izogi or Amenza? I think it's Izogi. Yeah, that's Izogi. Okay.
1: Yeah. She came back because the now, now, what her name was? Nowi. Nowi, was like, we got to work together, basically. Mm-hmm. But her thing was, you don't look back and save nobody else. You're just supposed to save yourself. And that's what got her killed because she went against everything oh. that, you know, she pretty much was taught as a warrior. Mm hmm so she died
0: like I get that and I, I get why it's in there and everything but I hate the fact that she died because because what happens in the movie right is they're about to be sold mm-hmm. as slaves and everything mm-hmm. and then they you know start fighting back and the chaos ensues and everything and then as soon as she dies the chaos ends like every single person around her actually cared that she died which which feels very disjointed to me because it was, so chaotic, everyone was fighting, trying to you know get them back in cuffs and everything and all that. And then as soon as she falls to the ground and dies, everyone stops. They allow uh Nawi to cry over her, to cry over her and everything. And then the guy's just like, "I'll give you a hundred, or if you give me a hundred dollars, she's yours."
1: I, I get what you're saying. Everything just stopped because if it was like in realistic terms, though, I said, like, get us a movie. That they try to make you care for the characters. But in realistic terms, they would have just grabbed her. They wouldn't let her cry over her, no nothing. They would yeah. just grab her, lock the back up, even though the dude was like, okay, I'll go ahead and pay for her or whatever, because he didn't want no harm to come to her. But in a real life scenario, that wouldn't have happened. And of course, it didn't happen.
0: Like I feel like everything else that happened in that movie was as close to reality as you could get nowadays and everything. <laughs> and because they went with that direction, when that scene happens- like, I was all into it the whole way through, and then that happened, and it took me, it like ripped me out of the movie, if oh, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. So, at everything after that, you didn't too much care about? Not really. Really? That one thing messed it up for you?
0: Well, I mean, it's kind of like, uh, how do I put it? It's like, uh, when, you, when you're you in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because once you start caring about the characters and everything, because the film only has a short amount of time to actually get you to care about it, yeah. right? It's hard for me to care about characters all the time, right? I started caring about the characters and everything. And in order to care about the characters, I also have to care about the story in which they're in. Mm-hmm. And once the story got... It, like, it broke for me, you know? Because the story was so realistic all the way through, or as realistic as you can get for a movie, at least. And then that scene happens, and it's like it broke the whole atmosphere of everything,
1: and it's hard for you to get back in because, of oh, something like that happened.
0: Well, it's not only that. It's also because, like, uh, so, what is her name again? Nanitska, the the woman who becomes the woman king. Yeah, the general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the general. She, when, uh, what is his name, King Gezo, mm-hmm. he names her the woman king, right? I feel like there should have been, like, one more scene after that and the end the movie. And it seemed like it just kept going for no reason, you know?
1: Are oh, you talking about after she was announced the Woman King? Cause yeah, when she to comes the...
0: back from uh, saving the, or trying to save the three of them, mm-hmm. and they come back and, you know, he hands her the uh, sword and all that. It should have been like one more scene where, you know, her and now we have her, they're like a uh, get back together or they're, I don't know what to call it, but you know what I'm trying like to say. Like yeah, a
1: thing. reunion thing? Yeah, reunion. Uh-huh.
0: And then that should have been it. It just seemed to go on forever at the end.
1: It didn't though. It did. Because she was named woman king. And mm-hmm. then after that, they went into the scene where she's standing there. Now, Nawi,
0: mm-hmm.
1: she's standing there and then she goes to her mom and like, oh, wait, no, it does go to something else after that. It night. goes to, it goes, it goes from her- King
0: Gezo naming her the woman king to the funeral, funeral, quote unquote, because it's the just Nowie and. uh. Uh they're at, the, they're
1: at their altar. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. They, they honor their dead.
0: And they're there for a few minutes. And then I think the other girl comes in, Amenza. Or am I just thinking that- No,
1: she don't come in. It's just them two. <laughs> it's just them two. And she acknowledged that she's her daughter. She was like, You're my daughter, and then she walks off, and then it goes into them celebrating that she's the woman king. Yeah. As Dahomey Dahominy? What how many.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I didn't care for the...
1: You didn't care for the little Like the last
0: third of the movie, I feel like could have been done better.
1: Oh, is that right?
0: Because I get it. that She has to fight the one guy, uh, Oba. Mm
1: -hmm. Oba,
0: yeah. She's got to fight him because that's like her whole journey is to fight and kill this guy. And she does. And then it it just felt flat from then on. You know? I think
1: what they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have added that in there. I don't, I don't uh, remember because I remember reading like a little article about uh, the women or whatever, because um, they're not supposed to have kids and not supposed to uh, get married or anything like that. I don't think uh, she, I, I don't know for sure if she actually had a daughter or not. I don't remember reading that in the article, but um, so I think they added that in the movie mm-hmm. to make you care a little bit more, but I feel like they should, probably didn't even have to. Uh, add that in there at all
0: well so is it naninska mm-hmm. or is it i keep forgetting her name it's right in front of me too now is it her or naninska who are supposed to be the main character because i never understood who was supposed to be the main character all the way through
1: Na- naninska is supposed to be the main character because she becomes woman king and she lives to be like old but that's why I said I don't remember reading if she had a daughter or not from her being captive.
0: It didn't feel like, though, that she was the main character.
1: You thought that he uh, was the main character?
0: Well, because she goes through all the trials and tribulations of the whole story. Like, we only get the, what do you call it, flashback of uh, naninska's
1: Well, that's true. I Maybe maybe both of them are actually true characters, like true uh, women in the uh how do you say the tribe again? Dahomey. Dahomey tribe. Maybe they are the two, but I don't think they were actually mother-daughter. I think they, the movie people just added it. Maybe they both are. It was telling both of their stories.
0: So, Naninska is, the, is a real person that existed, right? Yeah. Or they just changed her name for like...
1: The, I think it's I think it's her. It depends on how they spell it. Because whoever their leader was named this started in.
0: Let's see, Dahomey Amazon's Wikipedia.
1: But I don't know. I think that's what they were. I don't know for sure if they were supposed to be more than dope. I think the movie people just added it. The director just added it just because.
0: Yeah, because when I type it in, nothing comes up. So you don't know the woman she was based
1: off of? I'm tell you right now.
0: Oh, wait, right here. The real warriors behind the woman king, Naninska, and now we share names with documented members of the Egoji, but are not exact mirrors of these women.
1: So they just share the names of the women? Is that what you're saying?
0: That's what this thing is saying. Okay. Man, I wish they would just give me a... Let's see. In short, yes, with extensive dramatic license... Though the broad strokes of the film are historically accurate, the majority of its characters are fictional, including Naninska and Nawi, a young warrior in training. So it seems like King Gezo is the only character that actually existed.
1: Okay, so the other ones, they just uh, based them off of... Yeah. I figured they probably would change the names, but I think they're, that's why I said, I think there's both of their stories are true stories, but you know, that's why I said, I don't, I don't remember reading anything about the leader having a daughter.
0: Right. But they put some fiction in there to yeah. like spice it up a little. Yeah.
1: I figured that's why, that's why I think that part they wanted to, that's probably why it seemed corny because they added it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Cause I heard you audibly gasp. Like after the whole, uh, shark tooth thing in the movie.
1: Yeah. And it was someone when she did it with the, when the, when she was a baby or when she took it out when she was grown.
0: Before that, when she had it, when they went through the, um, I guess their little ceremony to see if they become a Goji warriors mm-hmm. and they have the, I don't know what to call it, thorn brushes.
1: Oh, when they go through that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then afterwards, uh, she was taking the thorns out of her mm-hmm. and she sees the scar and everything, yeah. And she's like, "What is that?" And she's like, "Oh, my father called it the devil's mark or something like that." Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, after she walks away, all like, uh not angrily, but what would you call that emotion? She was like,
1: not distraught, but like, taken aback.
0: Yeah, you gasped audibly. Yeah, is that when it hit you?
1: Yeah, because I was like, "That's her daughter." <laughs> I was like, "She had a daughter." That's what I said in my head. I was like, she had a daughter. When she got captive and had, like, you know, they did what they did to her. Yeah, I was like, okay, I see what they're going. I see what they're doing. And at first I was like, don't do that. (laughs) Because I didn't want them to do that. Like Because their whole soul thing was based on them not having to uh, wed or have children, basically. Mm -hmm. And then for them to throw that in there. I was like, I don't know if that's going to portray them the way or, you know.
0: Well, does Hollywood ever portray tribes of how they're supposed to be?
1: (laughs) They don't.
0: I mean, look at Moana.
1: Oh, God.
0: (laughs) They said like three Hawaiian words the entire movie.
1: (laughs) And it's the three that everybody already know.
0: And The Rock, a Samoan, plays a Hawaiian. Yeah. So you don't think they did justice in uh, portraying them?
1: No, I think they did with uh, a few of the women. I think they did. Yeah, it's just I feel like they shouldn't have added the mother daughter aspect.
0: So you don't think they should have had the entire story that they put in it into it?
1: No, they. It's her story of her coming up or whatever. Could have, was fine with her being an orphan. She got adopted. Whatever that was fine. But adding the aspect of that the uh, woman King was her mother. Mm -hmm. I don't think they should have added that in there. It would have been fine if they wouldn't added that. She could have been her character building up in uh, Naiska, Naninska, Naninska, liking her because she's a great warrior. Not having that attachment of oh, that's my daughter. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? She could like her as a good warrior, as her building up and building up, but not being like giving them that extra connection. They didn't have to give him that extra connection.
0: Right. Also, in the way they portrayed it at the end, right? Because she walks up to Naninska, now he does, Mm -hmm. and is like, "Uh, you want to go dance, mother? She said, mother, you want to dance? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, she knows, Naninska knows, and the other girl, I can't remember, uh, Amenza, Mm -hmm. they're the only three that know, Mm -hmm. and they're not just going to tell anybody else?
1: Nope. That's why I said it, it, they didn't have to add it.
0: That seems dumb to me.
1: They didn't have to add that connection in the movie. It could have still been a good movie without them even adding that emotional aspect to it.
0: So you think they should have added the part of her killing the Oba guy?
1: Yeah, she could still kill him because she, he was her main rapist mm-hmm. that raped her all the time. He was the main one, and she was—he was the main one that she like actually remembered because of his ear, that because uh, he had his ear one ear gauged, and then how he had his markings on his face he was her main enemy. Right. So that story was fine. Okay. Yeah, because she had to still overcome her being a strong warrior, but she got kind of almost got broken when she got cap when she got uh captured because anybody can get captured, but you never know whether you're going to live or die. And her living, they kept her captive tied up and they raped her constantly every night until she got free herself. And he probably was her main one that came in there on her all the time because he was probably like like how he ended up being, I guess he was their main general. They didn't say whether he was a king or not.
0: I think he was, uh, I forget what they called the other tribe. I think it was Oyo.
1: Oh, yeah, Oyo.
0: I think he's the king, leader, or
1: of high, the high
0: general, Yeah, something. They didn't really explain that really good they, yeah, they didn't But he go was on. talking to King Gezo as if they were... Equals. They were
1: equals. So I'm thinking he probably was top guy for his tribe, but he just probably wasn't, I don't think he was like a king. I think they, they said it was like, uh, he was just like, just a, like a general mm-hmm. and trying to be a king because, uh, they homie. hmm it was a big it's an a big city they don't show you the whole city but in that one scene like in the beginning i was like oh it's big it's beautiful yeah like it's where it comes huge. Up over the hill yeah it's yeah. really huge and i think they probably was kind of a part of that uh city but like maybe on the outskirts and he trying to come up mm-hmm. that's what i'm thinking it was so he wasn't like king king but probably like close to it
0: i thought it was kind of weird uh I'm gonna just say it. I wasn't expecting to see Europeans in the movie at all. Mm-hmm. I was kind of taken aback by that at first, but then once I saw why they were there and everything, it made sense. And I didn't know that Africans would sell other Africans yeah. to Europeans in yeah. the slave trade.
1: That's how a lot of them. That's how a lot of the um, cities and tribes are still prospering because they were doing the whole trade thing or whatever. It's basically like you either get with it or you're going to get lost. You're basically going to get sold to. So what they were doing to stay prosperous is they still were selling their people as well. And that's why, um, some people when like being African American or whatever, some of them know, some of them know that history, but it, like most Africans would have wanted that actually was selling their own people in order to keep their land. And that's basically what King, um, What's his name? The king? Gazo. Gazo. That's basically what he was doing at first, but uh, well,
0: that was his family, right? Because his brother sold. Yeah, his his, it was his brother. Stuff. Yeah, his brother was yeah.
1: doing it, but he he was just selling a few to like stay in good prosperous at first. But he didn't want to do it, but he oh, he yeah, still that's was right. forced that's right, yeah. in the beginning. But then you know he started. Um, They started wanting to say that it was going to go into war because he didn't want to sell his people anymore. And then by Nyeska being in his ear, and you know, he's just like, We shouldn't be selling our people. We need to like completely stop doing that. So Mm -hmm. I think that's why that other tribe was like, Well, you ain't going to sell your people. We're going to come take your people because we know your kingdom is prospering still.
0: See, when I was in school, it never was like explicitly taught that Africans sold other Africans. And it wasn't said that white people went to Africa and bought them or anything like that. So I had always just assumed Europeans went over there.
1: And just took people.
0: And they would like, or they, you know, like just take over a town. And, you know, they would like maybe uh, have farmers there and keep them there. And then other ones that were maybe, I don't know, better suited for other work. It's a weird way of putting it, but, you know, they would just take them, put them on a ship with other Europeans while they stayed there. And then, you know, go around Africa looking for others to send back to Europe.
1: Yeah. So you got to think about it, too, is how they they don't teach it in school is that, yeah, the Europeans came over there. But you got to understand that they might not just came straight over there just to, like completely like fight they don't want to lose their men neither so of course they're going to come trying to offer stuff at first and they ain't going to see him just want to keep fighting and dying fighting and dying fighting and dying so you know you got some of the ones that's corrupt because not all of them was for their own people you right. got some of them that's corrupt and be like okay well we can offer you this if you get if we get this or we can offer you that so we can get this so they weren't just not only trained slaves and stuff they train other stuff as well like um, resources so, mm-hmm. yeah, they might have came over got off the boats with their guns or whatever, but you had those tribes that were fighting back. And so I think what it was that Europeans probably were like, okay, maybe if we barter with these people, maybe we'll have a better chance of just getting people without having to do all the hard work and fight.
0: You think that's what it
1: was? Uh, absolutely.
0: So you don't think they just went in their guns blazing?
1: I think they did at first. Because I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure they wiped out a lot of... Different tribes, mm-hmm. but if you think about like today, you still got pri- tribes that are still prospering, still regardless because they actually fought, so they wouldn't get taken in slavery or whatever. But right. I think they did wipe out a lot of tribes at first. But they probably met up with some that like the Dahomey people. Mm-hmm. That they were like, yeah, we can't mess with them, like for real. They 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 bought they, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> they bought it. So mm-hmm. it's like.
0: You can think, cuss if you don't want. If you want to,
1: okay. So I was like, I think that's how it like transpired.
0: See, I don't know about that. To me, it seems like they just went in guns a blazing, and then there were tribes willing to work with them because they don't want to, their people getting killed and all that kind of stuff. And so they probably gave them a proposition of, well, well, see, then I don't know, because like, who were the first slaves that were taken from Africa, and how did that? all go down you think that they just went down there started taking people I
1: think they went down there and they started taking people like I think at first they went in gun blazing until they realized that I think they thought it was going to be easy basically going there these folks don't know nothing they probably have not been they probably don't think or you know what, what word I'm looking for they haven't industrialized anything, mm-hmm. basically. I think they went in there first, gun blazing, trying to kill whatever they can and just take people. And then I think it was some tribes that, of course, bought their life <laughs> and fought for their land because they well, wanted like to fight the, for their land.
0: Yeah, like the Native Americans. did yes. when Americans started started trying to coming move over
1: them. here, mm-hmm. I think a lot of them still fought for their land. You got some tribes that are just stronger than others. You got some that didn't prosper as good. They so I think them the ones was easy pickings at first and that's probably what happened. And then with some tribes you have tribes that are against each other and I think they were going and stealing like in the movie, they were going and stealing other people's peoples to sell them instead of having to sell their own people. They were mm-hmm. going into other tribes, uh starting war with them in order to sell and keep the Europeans from taking their people.
0: That's really messed up when you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. Just to protect our own, we have to go capture other people to sell to them so we won't be sold. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy to think about.
1: Yep. Doggy dog world. Always <laughs> had <have been. laughs> Doggy dog. But that's why I was like, and in some aspect, the movie did show like how the slave trade kind of like started. you know. But I think they went in gun blazing. But I think at some points they started meeting their match and started losing too many men. And it was like, okay, we got to find, figure out a better way. Because you always have the general and your person that advised you, hey, I think it's better if we do it this way so we can lose less people. Or we might be able to get more resources if we do this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's always the key with anybody that's in higher power. They're always looking for a way to make more money or whatever, get more resources. Instead of just, they're not just going to go like, oh, Just wipe out the whole thing. They wipe out the whole thing. Who's going to work for them? Who's going to do their dirt work?
0: Yeah, that's like uh, nowadays in like uh, 2008 when they had the whole market crash or the housing market crashed and everything. People believe now that it was done specifically to make things rise in price and then crash and burn. So that way the rich can just eat up as much, you know, whatever, real estate or whatever as they can. Mm -hmm. So that way they can make us poorer in the next decade. Yeah. So now what about the uh, one character? I don't know his name. I can't remember his name at all. The uh, one whose mother was Dahomey, but his father was white. Mm -hmm. What'd you think about him?
1: Them throwing, uh, they just threw him in uh, (laughs) a... His character didn't matter.
0: His character seemed so disjointed to me, yeah.
1: It didn't matter, they just added it in there to give um a love interest because
0: well, there's no point in giving her a love interest because nothing came of it.
1: Nope, <laughs> <laughs> nothing at all. She had her one night, uh, her one night or whatever they wanted to do because I think they did it, <laughs> they had sex, and that was oh, it. that's
0: what you got from that scene, yeah,
1: yeah, no, most definitely. I don't think so, mm, they did. they absolutely did you think they both was laying in bed naked just laying there because she didn't have no clothes on
0: you talking about when uh they started attacking Mm -hmm. he wasn't in the room
1: because they hadn't already did what they did it was nighttime by the time they came he had been kept he had been bought her per se because he did have to buy her in order to save her that Mm -hmm. was during the daytime right it's nighttime they had all day in their room. She can't come out of the room because she would came out of the room. Anybody could have just took her and sold her because that's where they at, at this, the trade center. If it all, A uh, random black woman is just walking around the street. You think they're just going to let her walk around the street just because somebody else bought her? No, no. they're going to steal her. So she stayed in that room.
0: I don't think he stayed in that room, though.
1: I think he did. Absolutely. He came back with his, his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, he did that's that's why i was like they just added it just add it i guess yeah but i mean i could see i, I couldn't even give you or even reason what to say about his character yeah his mom he wanted to go see his his mom's homeland basically Mm-hmm. And that he was just his wanted, character yeah he just wanted to experience because when he got off the boat with his friend or whatever you can tell that i was like oh he's mixed he's like black and white and i yeah. was like he must. I was like, I already know what they're doing. He wanted to go see their tribe because somebody is was his parent from that area, and he wanted to go see what his roots are from. Basically,
0: I find it strange, right? Because they're not supposed to get married, have kids, nothing like that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they would make a character that was of Dahomey descent. Not only that, but an Agoji warrior descent which is all women who are not supposed to have kids or anything. She wants him to see, I guess, the motherland.
1: Well, you, you got to think about it. Not all of them were like a warriors. His mom probably wasn't a warrior. She, she probably just got cap, uh, captured and um, they sold her or whatever. And the, the dad probably was a master and he took a liking to her and he just did whatever he wanted to her. But by him being so bright skinned, Because if you think about it in America, that's how it was. The bright-skinned ones are the house niggas. Mm
0: -hmm. The
1: dark-skinned ones are outside niggas. So he probably kept him in the house because his hair, you got to see his hair is is straight. They they, they depicted him as the house person. Mm -hmm. So he probably passed at first until he got older when his skin started getting darker. But the lighter you are, the more easier it is for you to pass. So they knew, obviously this friend knew that he was black and white. Mm-hmm. but a lot of people probably didn't know he was black and white because it's easy for him to pass because he light skinny with straight semi-curly hair wavy hair
0: well they made it seem like him and the captain guy were like have been friends they forever. have been friends
1: forever so i'm assuming his their dad's probably his dad is obviously like top the white guy dad yeah. was actually top uh malik dad probably was like Close to an advisor of him because he said his dad was a. Um, he said what he what his dad was like a. Uh, I think probably like a map maker maybe a writer or something like remember. that. <laughs> I kind of don't remember, but it, it was something in that aspect where he his dad still had royalty. He was in the royal house, basically. Mm-hmm. That's what he was saying.
0: Anytime Malik came on screen, I just kind of wrote it off as nothing because mm-hmm. nothing ever came of it. It
1: was nothing. Like, it was
0: just filler.
1: They didn't even show us what he even experienced while he was in the Dahomey uh, tribe.
0: Yeah, so it was the point of even introducing exactly. it. Like, the only thing he experienced
1: was Naoi. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was it. He came there, fell in love with a love that's forbidden, because they couldn't have nothing extra.
0: Mm-hmm. And that
1: was it. I don't know why they added him. It didn't make no sense. Because all he did was, even when they got in the boat, he let them get his friend. I think his name was Slato or something Uh, like that. Slato.
0: No, it's uh, uh, Santo. Santo. Santo.
1: Yeah, he cut the slaves free and let them take him on. And they drowned him. Right, they drowned him. He (laughs) knew his friend was a bad guy. Like, you came over there knowing that your friend is a slave trader and take slaves back knowing you're half black. So it's like, you part of the problem as well. But then you don't know no better at the same time.
0: And like, what happens <laughs> to Malik at the end? I forget. Cause Does he he, leave? he leaves, right? Mm-hmm. So why doesn't he stay? I don't. I don't understand that part.
1: That's what I thought. he did. I, I figured, okay, if they're gonna add him in this thing. Why not make him stay in his mom's <laughs> homeland? Why not make him stay? Y'all just
0: like I get it. It's probably all culture shock for him because he grew up in Spain, I think. Because they speak Portuguese, so right? they're right yeah, they Portugal. were speaking Portuguese.
1: So, no, Brazil. Brazil, there yep, you go. It was Brazil.
0: So it doesn't make any sense to me why he doesn't stay there.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I guess because the love is forbidden, and so he might as well just go back home. And
1: <laughs> They didn't have to add him either.
0: <laughs> There's a lot of stuff they didn't have. Now I'm starting to think I should have given it a lower rating.
1: No, no. <clears throat> it, it, still was, it still was a three. A reason why I'm still giving it a three and a half, because I like the fact that I never knew anything about these women at nah. all. I didn't know they existed. And it's like I learned something else about Africa that I didn't know. Right. So I I liked it in that aspect because you get kind of like a little snippet of how they, how these women basically was just like, was about that shit. They fought for their kingdom. Like they love their king and they fought for their kingdom. They fought to be free, basically. Right. So that's why I said I give it a three. Three and, a half. three and a half. stars. Oh, it lowered. No, it's a three and a half stars. You said
0: three and a half four. No. Earlier.
1: It's three and a half. I'm sticking <laughs> with three and a half.
0: I think I might go down to three. Okay. Just because of those.
1: Yeah, that's because we dissecting the movie now. <laughs> but watching it as a whole, I still give it a three and a half because I did get some knowledge about the women and how they lived or whatever. I wish they kinda would have did a little bit more in the journeys, in the beginning of how they, what they all had to go through. Cause reading, I know the movies can only do so much, but reading about it, they literally had to go through like tetrous, painful, torturous stuff in order to not feel pain or anything, not flinch. They were not allowed to feel pain. They were not allowed to cry reading about it. None of them, they didn't flinch nothing. Nothing hurt them. Even if they got cut, didn't hurt them. Nothing.
0: That makes me wonder if there's, like, a documentary on it that would, like, better portray how they actually uh, lived and everything. hmm Because, like you said, you can only do so much in a movie. Right. But I would have liked to see more of, like, the cultural aspects and everything instead of just being, like, you can't look at the women soldiers. Like, I know, that, I mean, there's more to culture than that, like, the clothing and everything, mm-hmm. which I don't, of course, I don't know how spot on they were with all that kind of stuff. Uh, face markings and all that kind of stuff, and the little idol that they would put on the head of the person that died.
1: Mm-hmm. They they would if I could find that article that was on Facebook, they pretty much spot on with kind of like the clothing and stuff because a lot of the women now still wear the same clothing that they wore, so that's pretty much still the same. That never changed. The markings pretty much never changed because a lot of tribes they still do those uh, markings with the knives, the cutting because yeah. you know like. Americans that get tattoos or whatever we get tattoos, yeah. but they still actually like cut like markings in them, themselves. So that that can't you can't mess that up.
0: Yeah. So it says here that it's just completely inspired. Yeah. By the Dahomey. So three out of five. You're sticking with that.
1: Three out. Yep. Three and a half out of five. I Stick think around. I'm at
0: a three. Okay. I, I, I would watch it again.
1: It was a, it was a really nice movie.
0: But I wouldn't care for. parts we just talked about
1: (laughs) i I hated the part when old girl had to die though that was just dumb she just should have kept running even though you did even though she did end up feeling that connection towards her because she i feel like she finally like she like got the relationship of a sister she probably reminded her of herself or whatever Mm -hmm. but i feel like um she shouldn't have turned around she should have just kept going They could have made her character kept going to actually live up to them not going back. They could still work together to fight or whatever, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But she should have kept going.
0: Another thing that's funny about that scene is so now he's getting held back by two white guys, right? And so all they would have had to have done is not have that happen. Because when she gets shot, right? the two white guys are just like they let just go, let go. yeah like oh my goodness she's dead oh woe is us
1: we lost money
0: they don't care they, don't,
1: they didn't fucking care like at all like so. that
0: to me that didn't make any sense they would have handcuffed Nawi, or you know threw her to the ground or whatever and then just dragged her back to the cage that they were holding her in mm-hmm. that scene was like so out of character, yeah. It for was. the movie, even though
1: it still made me cry because I didn't want to see her die because I was upset. I was like, <laughs> why, why? I was like, why her? Like y'all already done killed enough of them. That's fine, but of course I, I get it. They gotta kill a main character to make you be even more into the movie. But now you don't always have to kill a main character. Like even if you are trying to depict, she's a side
0: character. Though. She's not even really a main character.
1: Yeah but they showed her a lot i mean she ain't the main character but still they didn't have to kill her at all because they showed her a lot they still didn't have to kill her
0: yeah but it's like every movie nowadays has to have a love interest Mm -hmm. you have to kill somebody important
1: yeah she was important she might she might not be the main character but she was important yeah because she
0: was important to naoi which is why i believe naoi is the main character of the movie and not naninska
1: Technically, that's how it is. She is the main character. I can see what you mean, because it did start off kind of with her. Not after, like, the, after the fight scene in the beginning.
0: Like, we follow Naomi more than we do Naninska.
1: Mm-hmm. We only have, like, little... Bits and pieces. Yeah,
0: of, like, Naninska being, like, there's a beast following me, and I don't know what it is, and then you figure out what the beast is, and then she kills the dude, and then it's like, you're the woman king.
1: What they should have did was... <laughs> I thought she was gone because she wanted his head. Mm-hmm. So why did not Why did he do that? Why did he make her chop his head off after she had killed him? She was supposed to take his head back.
0: Well, because I think it's a psychological thing, right? Sure, that's may that's what they may have done back then. And when they like kick over that bucket and then a bunch of heads it's fall come- out, you don't know any of those characters, mm-hmm. right? So you don't care about any of them. You know about this villain guy the entire movie. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they don't cut off his head and then put it on like a stake or something because that would almost seem out of character of the character they're trying to portray at the end of the movie. Mm. You know, like everyone's, at least uh, now we and Aniska have changed. It, don't, it no longer has to be we look out for ourselves and it's just us. It's, oh, we can love each other and be kind to one another. Yes, yeah, she had to kill him, you know, to, for her to survive but if she killed him, cut off his head and put it on a stake, that would be completely out of character of what they were trying to create at the end.
1: Okay. I guess. Which
0: is also completely out of character for the movie.
1: Yeah, they could have cuz she wanted his head. We and that's what we knew and that and that's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for her to just fucking cut his head off and go back because she was going to get in trouble. She thought, you know, she's already had to defy her king. So she thought she was going to get in trouble by the time she came back even though she offered the guys um sword or whatever to her king right she knew that she was in her heart going back she knew she was getting in trouble and was going to be uh, have to face consequences she didn't think she was going to be announced the woman king you know
0: that's another thing right like he says do not define me you won't like me when i'm angry or whatever like that and then she comes back and it's just like Oh well, I guess because you, you be... scored
1: a victory for us and yeah. you saved our people. Mm-hmm. Like
0: I get, it's politics, and that's usually how it works. He's mm-hmm. got a safe face and everything. But come on,
1: yeah, you know a lot more went in between, like the actual real thing, instead of that.
0: Well, yeah, of course, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know, the movie got to do what it got to do.
0: It was influenced by history. It is not a yeah historical actual representation of what actually happened
1: right because ain't no telling they they only getting what they have read they probably didn't actually get a chance to talk whoever the producer is uh director she probably didn't get a chance to talk to the dahami women because even though the because the last one died in what the 70s
0: um i can look it up real quick
1: it's like 108
0: she was 108
1: i think i think that um that's what that article said
0: um so what, like last Goji warrior?
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: she was an Agoji warrior. They were
1: right? called Egoji warriors, yes.
0: Well, I'm talking about the 108-year-old person. Yes. Oh, Naoi. So I guess nowi is the... Uh, based off the last... Uh, let's see. Naoi is loosely inspired by the last surviving warrior of the Agoji who was interviewed in 1978. The real Naoi would not have been alive during King Gezo's reign as she claimed to have fought in the Second Franco-Dahominian War in 1892.
1: So she was 100 and something.
0: So the movie takes place in 1832,
1: right? I thought it was 62. 1860 something.
0: I think it's like 1832 or 1823 or something like that. It has it right at the beginning. Let's see. 1823. 1823. Mhm. All right. So it's 70 years off or no? Cuz let's see. The last survivor, the Agoji is thought to have been a woman named Nawi in 1978 a Beninese historian met Nawi who claimed to have fought in the f- fought the French in 1892. She died aged well over 100 a year later. So let's see 78. To 78 would be 100 years. she fought in 1892, she would have been 20-something at the time, about. Right? Am I doing my math right?
1: I don't know what you're trying to calculate, though.
0: Because it says she died in a year after uh, the interview, which is 90, 1978, which means she died in 1979. Mm-hmm. So 79, 1979 to 18... 79. It's 100 years. Yep. So that means she would have been born around 1871. Mm -hmm. 1870, around there. Which is 50 years from when King Gezo's reign happened.
1: Well, in the movie, they did say she was 19. Remember when she was like, how old, when Nisca asked her how old she was, she was like, I'm 19. Mm -hmm. So she was probably, she was in her teens, 18, 19. When she fought.
0: That's weird, though, that they would do that. What? like Like, have her in King Gezo's time when she wasn't even around. Well, okay, let's find out when he was king. eighteen eighteen until 1859. Yep. So, yeah, I don't understand why they would put her in his time. Cause she, I mean, I get they're she just... She wasn't in his time? Mm-mm.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because you just said she was born in 1870-something.
0: Yeah, if she's, like, 100 years old. she died at, like, 108 right she would have been born in 1871 he was king until 1859 so that's like 20 years off i mean i get they're just trying to you know do a poor like a portrait picture of the naui woman mm-hmm. back in his time but i find that strange why that not they just do it that way. yeah why not just have him fight the french
1: I guess because they was able to interview her and she just told her story of what she remembered. And then they decided to put her in that time when she wasn't in that time, I guess. It's weird. I guess because that was when, by by her time, if you read the timeline, by her time, the king had already abolished them from uh, participating in the slave trade. Mm-hmm. So she was. She became a warrior after he had done stopped them from um, participating in the slave trade. So I guess they wanted to put her in the movie, put her in that era because that was like the hype of them going to war more and being more vulnerable then. But it says she fought in,
0: against the French. So I don't understand why, why they, they just, just didn't do that one. Yeah.
1: Maybe they just wanted you to know more about the slave trade, I guess. I don't know. I don't know either. Because <clears throat> I wonder what the what what was the whole thing to them fighting with the French, still trying to protect their land, probably. More than likely, that's usually what it nine times yeah, out of ten. That's what it is. That's the only thing they probably didn't want to just use that aspect because with him reigning, it's about the slave trade and fighting for their land. Probably by her time, they only was just still trying to fight for their land, and that was it. And I think that's why they did it.
0: Let's see. The first Franco-Dohemian War, which raged in 1890, was a conflict between France, led by General Alfred Amade Dodds, and Dahame under King Be- Behanzin. The French emerged triumphant after winning the Battle of Abame. Well, that doesn't tell me why they fought. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I found it. Found it the French emerged triumphant and incorporated Dahame into their growing colonial territory of French West Africa. Oh. So like, uh, uh, what is it called? Like the Ivory Coast and all that. That's got to be what it is part of.
1: Mm. Well, I can't say them some powerful women though. They stood up.
0: Well, especially if everything they said was true, like, especially with like the fingernails. Oh yeah. They like stabbed their eyes out. That would be crazy if that was real.
1: I mean, you can't tell, but there's a portrait of some of the women.
0: So I'm confused about the men, because sometimes the men would fight with them. Or do they usually fight with them, or is that just the movie?
1: No, the men. Because the there's,
0: there's two men in that picture, right?
1: Mm-hmm. The, no, it's more than two. The The ones in the back with the headdress on. Those are men as well. Oh, okay. I think they just had two different regimes.
0: Regimes, I guess oh you, regime,
1: yeah. You had the men, then you had the women warriors, mm-hmm. but they still fought alongside each other.
0: Yeah, it, but it seemed like the women were like
1: they were. They were more aggressive than the men. It, one of the articles, not, not not
0: aggressive. I mean, more like godlike.
1: I guess in their tribe, they did more, and they did more fighting than the men did from the article that I read.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So they probably were uh uplifted by the tribe more yeah. than the men because they fought more. Yeah. That makes sense, yeah.
1: And I think too is because with the whole thing of them not their their one of their rules is not being um have been wed or have children. So it's like they didn't have no feels and they didn't have to go back to a family. But the men, they still were allowed to have families. But they weren't. So that's why I think they made it seem like they were more pure because a lot of the men in uh, the tribe thought that they because they did mention them being virgins, most of them being virgins except for the ones that got captive or whatever and had to go through what they went through. But they um not fantasize but worship the fact that they supposed to be in prayer. And by them being pretty, it was probably more stronger and thought process was different than the men that actually had to go home to their families and all of that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can see that definitely because uh, it's like the men have um, a second life. Yeah. Almost. They
1: like, have the luxury of still kind of being free and being able to play around. Yeah. Even though they did because they had their um, rituals where they would do their dancing and you know, stuff like that.
0: That's different, though, I feel like, because that has to do... That's, like, one-on-one with their whole, like, warlike bravado. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: With the men, they can, you know, go have families and everything and almost lead, lead like, a second life.
1: Mm-hmm. They don't have to just only be a warrior.
0: Yeah. yeah. They can be more mm-hmm. than a warrior, worthy of Goji. That's it.
1: That's it. Till the day I
0: die... I'm an a goji.
1: And the thing about it, it makes sense, but it's it's kind of terrible to say with them being warriors or whatever, they have to be, they have to prove themselves all the time because they're women. And most people think women are weak. Mm-hmm. Like, especially for, you know, over there, they have, um, women are basically supposed to weight on the man hand and foot. Like how they was about to sell uh, a to uh, a husband or whatever. Right. You, they just wet them off. So you don't get no say-so. But them being women, they get they have their own say-so, but they're warriors or whatever. But they have to be strong. They can't show weakness because as soon as they show weakness, it's like, oh, why y'all got women fighting for y'all? They get to steal. They got children. And so I get why they said no husbands and no children. Because as soon as you show that weakness, they have no respect for you.
0: I found it funny, too, that the Oba guy... Was like the Dahomey are so weak, their women fight for them. Yeah. And they wound up losing in the end.
1: Exactly. Yeah, because that's what they think. They think the women are weak, but these women beating y'all up, <laughs> killing y'all like with no remorse, no second thought, no nothing.
0: Yeah, like the scene where they have like uh, the double-edged spear,
1: mm-hmm.
0: one in the... Uh, what was her name? The muscular-looking oh. one. Oh,
1: Yeah, I know you're talking about, I don't remember. And
0: then just like some random big buff guy.
1: It was one of the soldier dudes. He was one of the soldier dudes.
0: Because he wore the blue. Yeah, the blue. Yeah. Yeah, but he was like just a random guy. But he was like the buffest one out of them all and everything. And they're like pushing the spear into each other. And he grabs it first and then they all go crazy Mm because they're happy that she won. Would you ever do anything like that?
1: I don't know. I mean, to have that strength maybe
0: well I mean you've gone through childbirth so I mean (laughs) you know like
1: I mean that is some strength in itself but to I don't know if I would be able because I kind of would be probably like now is like why we can't be able to love even if we don't love like want to be with a husband or have children or whatever it's like I think she was put in the Put in love for them to love each other as well. Like, why we can't love each other, we call each other sisters. We shouldn't always have to be hard all the time, like warrior mindset all the time. At least we can at least have something for each other. I would have to have that too. Because, you know, they got mad, it kind of got mad at her for going back in the movie when they had to do their trials of who's gonna uh, be the victor or whatever. Right. She went back to save her friend because that was her friend and she grew this friendship with her and this love for her. But they trained them not to go back. You're not supposed to go back. You're only supposed to think about yourself and Mm -hmm. think about the mission and the end goal. You're not supposed to go back. But she put in there, brought into the tribe why we can't go back, why we can't go help our sisters, you know?
0: Well, I remember you telling me something like uh, this was a while ago. That's kind of how black culture is nowadays. Like if somebody in the black community is doing well. They don't really put out a hand for anybody else. They kind of just look at them and tell them, figure it out mm-hmm. like I did.
1: Yep. That's all come in. We're going to get on that subject. That all comes in with a lot. It's just how black people are depicted in a whole anyway. We're the only race that can't really get along with each other. We mm-hmm. are. We are taught and brainwashed to basically... We have to do better than each other than help each other. Nowadays, it's actually getting a little bit better. You have this more of a generation of the millennials in under me or whatever. Mm -hmm. They're actually trying to help each other, but you still got the old ones. They're still stuck in their ways. I'm not finna help this person. Oh, this person, I see this person doing good and you gotta hate on that person. Why you just can't congratulate that person and just move on? But we just gotta hate on each other. We the only race that have to hate on each other. And it's colorism. Colorism, it run deep. In the black community, like dark skin, light skin, why we just can't get along? We all black, like <laughs> you know, why we can't have each other? Mexicans, look at they, look at them. That asses all be, they have a four bedroom house, and it's probably twenty of them staying in that house. But they taking care of each other, like they're saving their money to do bigger and better things, and that's why it's so easy for them to get businesses. And soon as a black person get business, other black people think that you supposed to give them something for free. Why should I have to give you something for free when I work hard for it? We can all eat off of this, but why you got to hate on me and be like, oh, well, they're not helping this and helping that, but they are at the same time, but you hating on them. Stop. Just congratulate the person that they got their business.
0: What do you think it could be with like, um, cause like how you were saying, uh, Light-skinned black people have more of a chance of making it Mm -hmm. in white society and everything, right? You think it could have been like way back when there was a lighter-skinned black person who happened to make it and would have, you know, white associates and I guess friends to an extent that would, you know, help them with business prospects and all that kind of stuff. And then the black community would see that and be like, he's like us, but he ain't helping us out. Mm Mm-hmm. You think th- it could have stemmed from something like that? Oh, and most it definitely. Just boiled over. Oh, it?
1: Mo- it started. It started. If you think about it, like how and you know, I always make this joke when I see light-skinned or dark-skinned people. I'd be like, "Oh, that's a ho- that was a house nigga. He would be a house nigga, or she would be the, the one outside. The right. dark nigga being outside. You know, I always make that joke. So, with, with that being said, you had a lot of them, the house niggas, be in the house. They actually, like some of the, like the the master would make sure that the maids bathe them in milk or whatever so they can keep their lighter skin. A lot of them in society would pass as white because of that. And a lot of them would own slaves as well. So that's another reason why a lot of the hate happened between black people too is because you had those over here. Because they want to make it and not be a slave. They want to pass, so they own slaves too. So they have their own plantation as well. Because you had black people in the South that owned slaves. And they were black.
0: Well, do you know more about that? Because I've always been curious about that. Were they treated the same as other slaves on other plantations? Because, like, I was always taught slaves were always, you know, whipped or, uh, what is it? It's not hung, but, uh,
1: talking about it's the same Lynch, thing lynched, lynched. Mm-hmm.
0: uh and then they'd be you know like drug behind horses and mm-hmm. all that kind of crazy stuff do you know if like the white passing black people who owned plantations would treat the slaves the same way or do you know if they oh would most treat definitely
1: i believe they because i think they end up with that white mentality do i know for sure no because i wasn't back then but from stories i've heard yes they did the same thing they did the exact same thing. And
0: so you think that's where the, I guess, racial... thats
1: that got to be where the hate started. We, we was taught to hate ourselves because of that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, darker people don't get the same treatment as light-skinned people do. When I was young, I got picked on for being dark-skinned. But a light-skinned person don't get picked on, but we're both black. Like, why are y'all hating on me because I'm dark? I used to hate my skin because I was dark. I always wanted to be light, but now black is beautiful, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't I don't I don't get the colorism now. But when I was little it's like, oh everybody wanna be light skinned because they have a one up on darker people.
0: And you feel like that's starting to go away now?
1: Just a little bit.
0: Oh, just a little bit.
1: Just a little bit. That's just like racism. You think we you think we are ahead because most people are like Trying, I don't know how to even say it. I think it's only a little bit because you can never get rid of... We still got old people. <laughs> <laughs> they still are influences on their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren. Mm-hmm. You got some of them that still was around that time. My mom was born in like the end part of segregation because she was born in the 50s. Mm-hmm. There still was segregation in the 70s. You still had some segregation in the eighties. You still had it. You still had white people in their own neighborhood and black people in their own neighborhood. It's we still like it's still kind of fresh.
0: Before uh, we got together, I had never heard of a what did you call it? a sundown town? Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I had never heard of that before. A
1: sundown. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be in that place when the sun go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because it's a south thing. It's I don't think it west coast don't. Too much to know about all that i think it's more of a southern thing because of the georgia north carolina all that area mm-hmm. that's a south thing
0: well still like
1: that still exists
0: oh i know i know, I know. <laughs> I've, I've seen videos on it but like my mom my grandma they're from georgia of course they're white but i still mm-hmm. never heard of it you would think i would have at least caught it a little bit. I know we're on the west coast, and I've lived out here most of my life, and everything. But they're from there. My grandma probably saw that stuff because she was born in '42. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Oh, she. I'm pretty sure she did see some of that stuff. She probably saw a lot of that stuff. And the, with the way your grandma is, and how I can tell she was raised, her family probably was one of those families that got hated on because they were white and they were okay with. black see, I don't. Th-
0: I think I remember her telling me once that either her mom or her dad said she they would always say they meaning black people mm-hmm. they just need to stay with their own mm-hmm. they didn't have a problem with them being around or anything but they don't need to co-mingle, co-mingle. With. Mm-hmm. yeah I, th- I think i remember her
1: but they didn't t- they didn't teach her to hate them because if she did she would be like that now
0: isn't that kind of hating them though like you can't even interact
1: with kind of, like, like, of. like
0: it almost makes it seem like if you have to interact with them it's fine yeah but otherwise if you don't have to don't do it that's what it makes it sound like that's
1: what that's what it was
0: and that sound that sounds like hate to me you know maybe like not a
1: it's like a subtle type hate
0: but it's still hate you know yeah
1: no it is absolutely but
0: i, I hope th- i'm not misquoting her i think i've heard her say that before
1: she probably did, but I don't remember. I think it was, I think it more likely was her dad, though, because I think all she said was good things about her mom. If I remember her hearing her say, I'll have things, to ask her. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, she, and you got to think about it. You probably never heard of it because they probably kept you sheltered from it.
0: Well, I probably never heard it also because I never had to ever deal, deal with it. it. You yeah. know, like if I ever went to the South by myself, chances are, because I look white, even though I'm mixed, no one would have a problem with me. Mm-mm.
1: Nope. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. You'd be, okay, you can go in those uh, sundown towns. <laughs> Don't be in these towns after the sun, but in Florida, yeah, that's that still exists.
0: So now is that only for black people or is it other races as well?
1: From like- my knowledge of I know, it's only for black people for where i'm from
0: so like asians and hispanics i don't know what they're you wouldn't know no. okay
1: i couldn't speak on them at all i'm pretty sure they have their own quarrels too <laughs> but
0: well i feel like asians more easily assimilate with white people and mm-hmm. the culture and everything and i feel like every other race gets shit on
1: like black and brown people yeah mm-hmm yeah I don't
0: know why that is.
1: It's the way it is. <laughs> it's sad, but it's just the way it is. I wish, you can only wish for so much. You want it to go away, but I feel like it would, deep down, it would never go away. We had, we can try as hard as we can, but racism will always exist.
0: Like, well, that's the same thing with like, uh, what is it? Is it anti-Semitism that has to do with religion? Oh. All that kind of stuff? Yeah. Like, people are going to hate other religions just just because. just because their God says so.
1: Yeah, that's always going to exist, too. And it's sad that the most judgmental and hypocritical people are religious people. Sorry to say that, but it is. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. They are very much so. It's like, I don't get it. And it's just like, not this shit on my own people, but them in religion... I don't know what it is, but this whole Christianity thing is just like crazy to me. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, if y'all want to, if you want to say like, okay, our people was oppressed and we were slaves or whatever. But we, when we, when, if you want to go that far, when we came over here, I don't think the African people knew nothing about no damn Jesus or Christianity. <laughs> they had their own religion. Look at the, back to the movie the with the women. You saw how they had their whole dancing and the um, the spiritual one, you know she. Yeah, with the, with the with the nuts and stuff. The
0: blood scene also. They,
1: yeah, but they sac- they that's that's uh, rituals. They do rituals. Now, one time did they mention Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> they had their own gods, and you see how that movie was about slave trades. All those folks that got traded was from them different tribes that believed in different kinds of gods. That was. To their tribe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They didn't... We didn't get introduced to Christianity until we got here. I may be misquoting, but most tribes that you see, if you if you read on them, there's nothing about Jesus Christ.
0: Well, the only the, so there's two things, right? So the first one is, I do know they used to have like people from the church, kind of like how Jehovah Witnesses are In nowadays. The, um, They'll come door to door and yeah. be like, hey, well, can you talk about God for a second?
1: And the Mormons.
0: They pretty much would do that, and they have, you know... They go down Africa or wherever and try and spread the religion for whatever reason.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The second part is it could have been like uh, whenever they got transported to America or Europe or wherever they got taken, they lost you know whatever sense of religion or uh, rituals they had mm-hmm. because maybe they're younger, twenties, thirties because no one really. Once a older slave, because they're not going to work as hard as right. the younger ones. So maybe because they were younger, they weren't as much into the rituals. And so they lost it over time, wherever it was they so went easy. to.
1: Just like it was easy for them to lose their language.
0: And yeah. And then so instead of trying to figure out what they were and everything, maybe it was just easier to go with what they were given. You know, because I'm pretty sure they found a Bible somewhere or something or they got told something by someone. Yeah. And they're like, oh, so this is like a community like we used to have. Uh-huh. And now we can have it again. Sure, it's not the same one, but it's still something. And it
1: was easy to force them on that because they got to have hope some kind of way. They yeah. out here working <laughs> and doing picking cotton, getting beat. They got to have some kind of hope somewhere. So that was another way to control the masses. Because you got to understand it was, they done traded all these Africans and it's like hundreds of them to maybe one master with probably like 10 or 15 people on his plantation patrolling. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that they got on horses and they got guns. You think that you can't do anything. So that was another way to keep them in line because it was... Hundreds of them.
0: Well, yeah, because you keep them in line while they're working with, you know, guys on horses and everything. And then you keep them in line when they're not working at night by using your own religious mm-hmm. practices and everything. Because, I mean, that, that's what they do to everywhere. You know, you think of anywhere they've taken over, they take away the language, mm-hmm. they take away the religion mm-hmm. or the tribal parts of their culture just so they can throw up whatever disgusting thing they've created Mm -hmm. on them just like with hawaiians they weren't allowed to speak hawaiian that got abolished it eventually came back but you know it was gone for what a hundred years or something and now how many people speak it you know
1: not too many yeah that's the thing just cut it out my way or no way. <laughs> I
0: will say, like, this might sound weird, but I really like their accent, mm-hmm. the way they spoke and everything. There were some times, like, I'd have to think about what they just said, because I didn't understand it the first time. Yeah. So I have to, I, yeah, I had to sit there and be like, okay, what did what did you just say? Oh. And then, it wasn't a lot of times. It was usually, like, a part where they talk fast mm-hmm. or something like that, that I didn't get it. But otherwise, I, I love that accent.
1: Yeah. I... I want to know, I actually want to know what kind of, what language they actually speak. Because you remember when she was like, oh, you understand me? Because you know they ain't <laughs> speaking English.
0: Right. <laughs> well, that makes me wonder, did they speak English back then? Or did they just do it for the movie?
1: They just did it for the movie. I don't think they spoke English. Because you got to think about it, it was 1823.
0: Okay, the king of Dahomey, Ahasu in the fawn language... F-O-N. Fon language. Fon language. Was the sovereign power of the kingdom. All the kings were claimed to be part of the Aladaxanu dynasty. Claiming descent from the royal family of Alada. Mm. So I guess the Fawn language.
1: See? I thought you were speaking English.
0: I've never even heard of Fawn.
1: Me neither. That's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of people don't know it. Like different languages that they have in Af- Africa actually have a lot of languages surprisingly. Like when I work with um this one girl, well it was two Africans that we work with. It was the pharmacist and then the pharmacist tech girl. Like hearing both of them speak, it's like because he was from uh Nigeria, Nigeria, and she was from uh, Ghana. They speak two different languages, but there is one language that they can speak together that they can understand each other in their language. Mm -hmm. Which was I thought was kinda cool because he speaks his language and she speaks hers, but if they change like a few of the words and how they say it, they can communicate with each other Mm -hmm. and they understand each other. And I was like, that's kinda cool, you know? They speak different languages but at the same time they can speak the same language. It's like one language that they can speak together. But how she was explaining it. It's like some of their words are the same as their words in their language. And some of their words uh, for Ghana is the same in Nigeria. So it's like they can cross mingle mm-hmm. some of their words. And I was like, yeah. so basically it's like y'all speak two different languages. Well, three because they speak right, English, right. but they technically speak three different languages, even though it's kind of considered as one, but it's still two different languages.
0: Well, you have to think how huge Africa is yeah. and how many different tribes. So there ain't no telling. One how many I mean, different, different languages, languages. Mm-hmm. it's crazy it's,
1: yeah it's very interesting though it was very interesting to watch them like talk to each other
0: i wish in like school and everything for language-based classes they would have more than like like out here all we had was spanish and that was it you know like i wish it was just more than like the normal ones spanish german french uh Usually, there's only three that I well, can think our of. our
1: high school, we had Spanish, um, Japanese, and French. Oh,
0: you guys had Japanese? Yes. Oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah. Spanish, yeah.
0: When I was uh, doing my observations at the high school, they had a poster for a uh, Chinese language club where I guess they go and learn how to speak Chinese and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there wondering to myself, why isn't that a class? You know, I know it's hard to get a teacher to come out here and speak Chinese and all that kind of stuff, but they have a club for it. Right. So there's clearly interest, you know.
1: And hey, they call it, you know, because they say Japanese, but it's like they speak Mandarin or Cantonese or... um...
0: You mean Chinese? Yeah. You said Japanese?
1: No, I'm saying... Japanese, they have. is it, their language is called. It's not just Japanese. It's just like Chinese language is not just oh, Chinese. Okay. Oh, okay. But you started listing off Chinese. Yeah, that's okay. I don't know what theirs is called. I got confused. My yeah, bad. Yeah, my bad. I don't, I don't know what this. But Chinese, you know, they got. It's Cantonese. It's Mandarin, and it's another one. But we say us uh, because we not. We don't know. Well, you we say, just say they speak Chinese. They speak Chinese. Well, they but, speak Japanese. <laughs> yeah, or they speak Japanese. But that's not the case. It's, the language actually have a name, but we don't know. You know. Mm-hmm. So we just like Chinese or Japanese, and that's not the case.
0: Well, it's like uh, with country names, right? I don't think China is called China to Chinese people.
1: What do you think it's called?
0: I think it's just called Chin. Oh, yeah. Because it used to be spelled like Q-I-N, and it was just Chin. Hmm. I could be wrong, but...
1: We don't know. We don't know the language. We make up words. <laughs> they're just like they have some people when they try to learn English, they're like, our language don't make sense. Because you got a lot of words that kind of supposed to be pronounced the same, but then they're different. they spelled differently. There,
0: there, and there.
1: Yeah. They get yeah. confused when it comes to that. I mean, we get confused when it comes to that.
0: <laughs> well, the thing is, is like somebody who learns English as a second language knows English better than an English speaker mm-hmm. when writing it, yeah. not when speaking it. Right. They got all the rules down when writing it, mm-hmm. but speaking it, they're going to be like... uh,
1: Yep, they say English is one of the hardest languages to learn. (laughs) Well,
0: that's because it's like a mixture of like six different languages. And then we add on, you know, new words like every decade or so. Like tsunami is a Japanese word that we just use in English now. Yeah. Like it's it's always been there. Like
1: it's always been there,
0: yeah. (laughs) And kamikaze. Kamikaze is another one.
1: Yeah. It's a lot of words that are from different languages that we use that we say is English. but
0: well, it's we not. just say it's English now. Yeah. And we throw it in our dictionary and say it's ours. Exactly.
1: Of course, that's the American way. <laughs> <laughs> that's the American way.
0: You say that like you're proud of it.
1: That's the American way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. That was a very interesting movie, though.
0: It was. I'm still at a three.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm still at three and a half. It was, you know, I just like the fact that I learned something new that I didn't know.
0: Oh, yeah. It's very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah.
1: Because it makes you now want to go actually like look. It makes me want to go like look up like everything they're about and what area they at. Because they don't say what area they actually live in in Africa.
0: No, it doesn't.
1: Yeah. So it's like I'm kind of. <laughs> Curious because if you think about you know how we did the uh, ancestry DNA thingy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I have Maui people in my blood. Maui. Mau- ma Yeah, M A H I, and that's what that's how you say, that's how you, you pronounce m- it. I don't know. Yeah, it's. I don't it, remember it, that one. Yeah, it was. It was. In, it was an article because oh, okay. it's the um, toga and the. I don't know if I'm saying it right.
0: I got it right here. Mm -hmm. So it's right there next to modern day Nigeria. Underneath, what is that? Burkina Faso? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, because I think I'm Oh, Benin. Benin. Yeah, Benin and Togo. It's
0: in Benin. Yeah. And uh, Togo is right next to that. So yeah, so it's Ghana to the left, Togo, Benin, and then what is that? Nigeria. Nigeria. Yeah.
1: Because I think I'm like 34% Nigeria.
0: And then right off of that is, oh, I don't say, Buwake?
1: I, mean, I guess it's good as mine because I don't know how to pronounce these names.
0: But yeah, that's near the Ivory Coast, right? Mm. Cameroon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think so. I don't know.
1: It's cool. It makes you want to do some research. It makes me want to do some research.
0: I like looking up history now. Because I actually learned stuff unlike I did in school. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: In school, I felt felt like when it came to history, I constantly was just learning the same thing over and over again.
1: You do. Every year, you learn the same thing over and over again. They talk about (laughs) Christopher Columbus every freaking year. I done heard about Christopher Columbus since I was in elementary school. And we still had to learn about it in middle school and high school. You learn about the same exact... That's just like with Black History Month when they want to do this whole thing. We learn about the same 10 black people.
0: What is it? You got Martin Luther King.
1: Rosa Parks.
0: Rosa Parks. uh, I can't remember his name, but the guy who invented peanut butter. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, what was her name? I can't even remember their names now.
1: I mean, I'd have been out of school for so long, but you know those the top.
0: The Underground Railroad.
1: Harriet Tubman.
0: Harriet Tubman. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: You see, you learn about the same people, but you'll never learn about nobody else that invented anything else. I barely even freaking know. Unless I go look it up or somebody come up with another movie or Mm -hmm. about somebody. Like you learn about the same few people every year, every year. And it's crazy because when you do, if you do think about it, it's a lot of African people that, African American people that invented stuff that I didn't know about. Like what? I can't think of nothing off the top of my head. Oh,
0: I put you on the spot. Yeah, you did. Let's see. Let's see if we can look up black inventors. Because all I, I, I... I'm pretty sure Who that, invented the telephone? Who invented the telephone? Yeah. Isn't that like Alexander Graham Bell?
1: Oh, maybe. I didn't pay attention to history. I, <laughs> history, social studies, history, all that stuff. That was... I didn't, I didn't pay attention. I didn't, It was boring to me.
0: Uh... No, I don't want the definition of a telephone. I barely
1: pass history every year. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I used to make a C all the time.
0: Oh, no, I'm wrong. The telephone inventa- inventor is Antonio Meucci.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's how you say it. Meucci. M-E-U-C-C-I.
1: But no, it's, 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 it's some stuff I just don't know right up top of my
0: head. Let's see. Black inventors. Who are some African inventors? madame cj walker
1: i know who that is you do yes
0: what did she invent
1: madame cj walker is the one that invented the perm the what like hair products like perm
0: oh she did yeah uh, if i'm not mistaken the first black woman millionaire by inventing a line of cosmetics and hair products yeah there you go george washington carver
1: that's the peanut butter man. I think that is the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone so I can't remember his name.
0: <laughs> Lonnie Johnson. Oh, is he the super soaker guy? He is the super soaker guy. Hmm. This guy right here. I didn't know that. George Edward Alcorn Jr. Physicist who work in aerospace industry helped revolutionize astrophysics and semiconductor manufacturing.
1: Now, how many people you think know about that person?
0: Not a single person. I don't even know about him. Well, because he was born in 1940. That's probably why. And you know, back then they didn't let anybody. See, Benninger, Benjamin, wow, I messed that up. Benjamin Benninger was a self-educated astronomer, mathematician, and farmer. He was among a few hundred free black Americans living in Maryland where enslavement was legal at the time. Among his many accomplishments, Beneker is perhaps best known for a series of almanacs he published between 1792 and 1797 that contain detailed astron- astronomical astronomical calculations of his as well as his writings on topics of the day. In
1: 1792, and don't nobody know who he is, and he was doing science stuff.
0: Yeah, astronomer, See? mathematician, and farmer. Never
1: heard of this dude.
0: Charles Drew Charles Drew was a doctor and medical researcher whose pioneering research into blood helped save thousands of lives during World War II as a postgraduate researcher at Columbia University in the late 1930s Drew invented the means of separating plasma from whole blood allowing it to be stored for up to a week far longer than had been possible at the time
1: so he demanded the, the reason why do supposed to be standing in line to use plasma centers <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I didn't know that either. So see see like people like that you not hear nothing about them mm. at all.
0: Mm-mm. And there's three more people on this list that like uh, Thomas L Jennings holds the distinction of being the first black American to be granted a patent. A mm-hmm. tailor by trade in New York City, Jennings applied and received a patent in 1821 for a cleaning technique he pioneered called dry scoring. It was a precursor to today's dry cleaning. Mm-hmm. So yeah, these guys Basically, uh, created everything Americans use now.
1: Basically, <laughs> well,
0: the world really.
1: Right, I never heard of none of them. I have never heard of none of them.
0: Elijah McCoy was born in Canada to parents who had been enslaved in the U.S. The family resettled in Michigan a few years after Elijah was born, and the boy showed a keen interest in mechanical objects growing up. After training as an engineer in Scotland as a teen, he returned returned to the U.S. unable to find a job in engineering because of racial discrimination. McCoy found work as a railroad fireman. It was while working in that role he developed a new means of keeping locomotive engines lubricated while running, allowing them to operate longer between maintenance. He has over 60 patents. Dang. Holy crap. See Garrett Morgan is best known for his invention in 1914 of the of the safety hood, a precursor to the gas mask. And oh. the last guy, James Edward Maceo West, If you've ever used a microphone, you have James West to thank for that. West was fascinated by radio and electronics from an early age, and he trained as a physicist. After college, he went to work at Bell Labs, where research on how humans hear led to his invention of the foil electric microphone in 1960. Nice. So uh, thank you, Mr. West.
1: Yes, because we wouldn't (laughs) be able to talk in these without you. that's interesting see you don't learn stuff like that you don't know nothing about these people well i don't i mean maybe some other black people do but i have no clue because i wasn't taught none of that at all
0: well i mean like me the only person i knew on here was george washington carver and i couldn't even remember his name
1: see (laughs) they i mean they barely talked about him too
0: i only know him because he's the peanut butter guy oh so i also wanted to talk about the uh because you said, or I said something about schools are like prisons now.
1: Oh, God.
0: And you were like, they were, uh, Their they're...
1: they're structures. They're like
0: a one-to-one mm-hmm. match.
1: They are a one-to-one match. The, the, the kids being in line have to be lined up. They do that in prisons.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Having to have a lunch hour, they do that in prisons.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you ever think about some classrooms, when you're in the classrooms, not all classrooms has windows. You're in the box. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever how your middle schools and stuff like that, but some middle schools and some elementary schools, they don't have windows.
0: Well, our middle school was built like decades ago before like all these mass shootings started happening and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like the middle school here is like a complete open campus mm-hmm. and there's windows everywhere. everywhere.
1: Yep. And Southern schools, a lot of schools don't have windows.
0: I was thinking, right? Like- The only way, and it's not like a prison, is because of the food, Mm -hmm. right? Prisoners don't even have to pay for their food unless they want something nicer than the whatever slop they're they're served. Kids, some kids at least, have to pay for their lunch Mm -hmm. to a place that they're legally obliged to go. to. to. Like they don't have a choice, Mm -hmm. but you don't feed them. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, no, but that's what I mean, the the structure is almost the same, because you have the teachers that are there to, yes, teach you, but it's like, you have to go by their rules, especially when you're in the hallway, or when you're in the lunchroom, or when you're in the classroom. It's all the same.
0: Well, like when I was observing there for campus monitor during the lunch hour, I had to stand in front of the restrooms, and I could only let two in at a time. And then I had to go look in, not, like, look at them or anything, but, like, make sure they're not smoking weed or doing some other crazy stuff, like, blowing up toilets with firecrackers or something. (laughs) Damn. So now do you think we're, like, teaching our kids to get ready for prison? Because, like, it used to be, like, when we were in school, they are getting us ready to work at corporations so that way we could keep feeding the system. are we just now making it to where they're just going to go to prison right out of high school (laughs) and they're just ready for it?
1: The prison rates do go up and up every year.
0: Well, now, is that because of the way kids are being treated or is that because there's more people?
1: It's probably because there's more people. It's always going to be because there's more people. It's just like with society, it's just how it is because you don't have no one at home half of the time to take care of their own kids because they got to work mm-hmm. three jobs two jobs so they might not see one of their parents all day or just see or them like for like a week right so
0: they might be they might uh be at school and then when they get home from school parenting home and so they might see them on their weekend and then on their weekend you know the parents got to they got to go to the doctor. They got to take the kids to the doctor. They got to go grocery shopping. They got to do all this other stuff. So they don't even have time to pay attention to the kid.
1: They got to do all this stuff in two days that they have off. If they even get two yeah, days off. If, if. That's the got, biggest one. you got some places that want to split off days, which doesn't make sense. You can't give them two days off back to back. Which yeah. Which is crazy to me. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to cram everything in two days or one day. And even if you work three days and then have that one day off, you're tired for the three days. So you, on your off day, you really don't want to do anything. So it's like you just either lay around the house or try to cram stuff together. Then you got to go back to work the next day and probably work four or five days and then be off.
0: And you're tired because the one day you did have off, you crammed everything into it. Mm -hmm. And then you're tired for the four days you got to work and then you get one day off. And you cram everything that you can into that. And then you're tired for your next like two or three days. It's yeah. just a never-ending cycle.
1: Never-ending cycle. And they wonder, why, they wonder why kids these days, or even not even these days, even before me, why some of them didn't have or act the way they act. They don't have nobody at home. There's no one never home. There's no one there to show them love. So they go find it. And that's when they get in trouble.
0: And then with uh, like with schools and everything, because schools used to be a place where if there wasn't a parent home or anything, you could look up to a teacher mm-hmm. or a principal or a staff member and you could like talk to them and have them guide you and everything, mm-hmm. Right. But now with 50 kids in the class.
1: They don't have that time for that one You can't
0: pay attention. And, and then like I read online sometimes and you have some teachers that have to have two classes at the same time. So they have to bounce back and forth because they don't have enough subs. So the one teacher goes out, they try and get a sub for that class, can't find it. Okay, you, you're going to take care of both classes today. And if that's a high school or a middle school, that's two classes for like seven periods that you're bouncing back Back and and forth forth to. And you're not, they're not learning anything.
1: That's exhausting.
0: That's just babysitting a hundred kids all at once. Mm
1: -hmm. That's exactly what it is. And I'm not
0: trying to blame the teachers. In any way. Yeah. Because it's not their fault. They're just doing what they got to do to get through the day.
1: And they wonder why a lot of teachers are frustrated now. It's and quitting. They have so much on their plates. Way and they don't too get much. appreciated. And they don't get paid enough. They don't. Like, teachers are the future. Pretty much, when you have the ones that actually sit there and teach, mm-hmm. and like a good teacher, they, to me, don't always get appreciated. And they don't get paid enough.
0: Well, it's not only that they have to deal with kids all day long they have to deal with the principal and then who's above them which is like administration and all that and then the worst ones parents yeah they have to worry about parents so a teacher's salary per hour is 1573 in the state of nevada
1: mm. <laughs> i mean it went up a little bit but that still ain't enough
0: you make more walmart yeah you do in most jobs there mm-hmm. right that's insane i can see maybe like if you had 10 kids in a class 1573 right but 40 to 50 kids
1: and you're only making 15 dollars
0: and you have a degree
1: y'all can't work and it. a
0: license that you have to renew which costs money
1: you might as well work at Walmart.
0: And they're in debt. <laughs> yeah, from they their degrees and opposite everything. Opposite, because
1: they got to pay for that degree. You spend all that time going to school to be a teacher, just to get paid fifteen dollars.
0: Do you still want to be a teacher, or are you?
1: Mm. That's the only thing. If if they if teachers got paid more than what they got paid, I would just I would do it with no problem. But where I'm at now, I make way more than them. And I don't even have to use my degree. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, what's the point? <laughs> I, don't get me wrong. Like, when I interned at the pre-K, I enjoyed it. Like, it's laid back. It's cool. You get to be around kids. You get to hear what they say because they say some of the darnest things. And it's it's just, it's enjoyable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just, they don't make enough money for you to, like, for some people to, like, live a comfortable life. Like, I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck. I do not want to go back to that ever again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But like if it was, if I really did not like Walmart, like absolutely did not like it. And it just was like stressing me out to the point where I just like down and out. I would most definitely wouldn't mind making those $15 an hour because I would make it work. Because <laughs> I think I would be happy, like happier or right, whatever.
0: right. Yeah. Well, because your mental health is more important yes. than your pocketbook.
1: Mental health is more important than the pocketbook. (laughs) (laughs) I could be homeless if I'm happy. That's all that matters to me. Mm -hmm. So no amount of money is worth my happiness. Just that's just what it is. If Walmart got to the point where it's just like I'm done like done, done, done. Like I can't take it no more. I'm tired of being stressed out, treated like whatever. That's when it's like yeah, it's time to go. I would sacrifice how much money I make to be more happy.
0: It's crazy. I wonder if there's like a list of like teacher pay in America. You know, like what state is the highest and what state is the lowest. Mm. What state you think is the highest?
1: And paying teachers? Yeah. I don't know. Texas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not even a state. <laughs> uh. Number one, it says Washington, D.C.
1: Interesting.
0: And then New York and Massachusetts, Maryland.
1: I was thinking New York, but I was like, I'm just going to say Texas.
0: Texas? Nevada is number eight, according to this list right here. Interesting. Which is very interesting. That means, that means you probably got some place teachers are getting paid like $12, $11, mm-hmm. $10 an hour. I hope there is not a teacher out there making minimum wage. The worst state for teachers is Montana, with an average salary of thirty-four thousand dollars a year.
1: I made mo- almost that working at Burger King, because <laughs> <laughs> I made twenty-five thousand a year working at Burger King.
0: So they only make a cl- ten grand more than you.
1: <laughs> Garbage man make more than a freaking teacher in some of these states.
0: I would say probably most of the states, because they only get paid hazard pay as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, that's sad, because you think about the jokes that old school teachers used to make, be like, if you don't pay attention in school, you're going to be the garbage man. But in all honesty, garbage man make more than what you make, Mm -hmm. which is sad.
0: I think a teacher is like the only job that has to do with like needing a lot of education, that I can think of, where you just get paid nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you're like a astronaut, you know, you have to go, I'm assuming at least, you have to go to a lot of college to get to that position. They get paid buku loads, doctors, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Maybe nurses are also down there on the totem pole because you still have to go to school to be a nurse.
1: Yeah, but and a lot of they- nurses, they make money.
0: Oh, yeah, they make more than a teacher, but I'm saying not as much as what they probably should get paid. Because $34,000 a year in 2022 is nothing. Nothing. Did you hear in California, they're asking parents to open up their homes to teachers to rent a room from them? Because a lot of teachers can't afford to rent.
1: Uh, That is crazy. Yeah. That's insane that's america so what we that's where we live but we so gun ho about this government <laughs> that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day <laughs> that's crazy what
0: anything else you want to talk about
1: no i think we pretty much covered it
0: you want to call it here
1: sure